Hey family, this podcast is being sponsored by the first Sister Siesta of 2022. Make sure you visit sistersiesta.com for details concerning dates and purchasing your tickets. Remember to join the listserv to stay informed of all upcoming events. Don't be liking your tickets and enjoy the show. To all my ladies in the place needing rest and grace, won't you siesta with me? It's a sister's siesta where real professionals rest. Let's go. this Black History Month. I am enjoying myself and learning a lot about contemporary Black history um, that has been, I would say, interesting for sure, but has been eye-opening for my family and I, and has brought a lot of conversation around our dinner table about what it means to be extraordinary and really defining Black excellence is it is it something that we should we should strive to or is it is it something that is almost toxic and unattainable just follow me here you know cuz we've talked about it roundabout in circles and even talking about it with my kids seemed to give them a sense of anxiety and overwhelm and you know what I was thinking about the why of that and and how times have just changed. You know, we all are looking to do something great and to strive to leave our mark and legacy. But now everything is under a microscope and most things are now a news link or they have to go viral. And almost the organic nature of just being, doing, and breathing has become average. And I am just telling my kids, <laughs> and hopefully you're telling yourself that, to wake up, be alive, and to be a productive member in your community is extraordinarily above average, especially as a black person in America. So what brings me to this thought, you know, outside of the talk with my family? um, The one person that we were learning about, we went to Birmingham, Alabama, and um, while we were there, we visited um, a museum, and I forget, I can't remember the museum, but it's right across the street from the church where the bomb went off, for, and the four four young ladies that were killed there. Um, and there's a memorial, and there's there's a bunch of really great civil rights um, information there. But the one thing that my kids were kind of 
taken back about was this information about Reverend Fred Shuttlesworth and how he was a huge part of the civil rights movement um, against segregation and other forms of racism um, in Birmingham and just across across the U.S. But we all know about MLK, um, Jesse Jackson, Malcolm X. But do we really know much about Reverend Shuttlesworth? No, we don't, right? And so... I was talking to my kids about that, you know, the black excellence and, you know, striving to be great and do what you're supposed to during the time that you're alive. And there's a lot of of examples of this that we don't talk about because there are elements that will overshadow your work. We all know about MLK, and there's a lot of other leaders that rose up and left their legacy, but they didn't do it to be seen. They didn't do it for likes. They didn't do it to be viral. They did it because that's what they were supposed to do. And at the time, even though we see it as extraordinary now, it was extraordinary then, but they were living their lives, walking in their purpose, and it moved the meter the way it needed to. And that's really what I mean when I'm uncovering how to live your best average life, but extraordinarily. There's nothing I would say bad about the word average. And We've made it such a bad word. And I read somewhere that anything, anyone that settles stays on the ground. And I'm thinking it's just, you know, in relation to like dust, right? If dust settles, it stays on the ground. So they're saying, you know, if you settle, then you'll be the person that stays on the ground. But I'd like to say anything that stays inflated will eventually burst. (laughs) And a lot of A lot of the exhaustion that we're feeling is because we have an inflated sense of self and ego and the need to be seen. No one really wants to be left in the shadows at this point. We all, not we, but society would have it that if you're not the top of the top three or the best 40 under 40 or whatever the lists are, the Forbes list and this list and that list, that you're not living your best life. Everyone can't be MLK. Some folks, a lot of us are Reverend Shuttlesworth and he was extraordinary in in his life. And a lot of people still are not satisfied with that. And when I was talking to my therapist about this, this this idea, we were uncovering a lot of things in myself that, you know, I was healing and I was working through. And I uncovered that I was someone that, well, I was diagnosed with high functioning anxiety. And what that means is, you know, it's typically someone who experiences anxiety while still like doing their daily thing and managing their daily life quite well. And typically a person with high functioning high functioning anxiety appears to be well put together, is accomplished on the outside, but they worry about so many things. They stress or have obsessive thoughts on the inside. 
And that was me. That was me. And from time to time, I do fall in seasons like that. Um, because you have to unlearn, unlearn these things. And growing up, it was, for me, it was, I was showing value only as a, as a way through my works. You know, if I'm doing something, um, I'm showing my value. If I'm, if I'm doing everyone's hair in the morning, that's valuable. If I'm, you know, president of my class, if I'm getting good grades, I'm doing, 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 but I'm obsessive and I'm worried and I'm stressed about, you know, all of the, all of the things at home that were worrying me instead of just being a kid and playing. And that's why I took away um, the need for my kids, kids to start a business and to be on social media and do this and do that. You know, my daughter had a business, but it was starting to overwhelm her. And I saw a lot of other kids, you know, while she was in this group um, starting businesses. And I was thinking, wow, they're stressed out already. And while we are tagging this as Black excellence, I'm here to tell you that with my experience and from my own eyes, it was it was toxic and it was showing our kids how to be high performing anxiety beings high functioning anxiety kids and i didn't want that for my child i and i don't want that even for myself and so some of the symptoms that were happening was you know, even for my daughter, I was constantly overthinking and overanalyzing um, the fear of failure, striving for perfection, insomnia, definitely fatigue, the need to please others and having trouble saying no, uh, dwelling on your past mistakes and nervous habits like leg shaking and nail biting. Now, I don't bite my nails, um, but you know, those are some of the things that, that could show up as symptoms. And I, the first thing that helped me really start the healing was, you know, my therapist and talking through the whys for me and understand how my childhood had a lot to, to play into it. But also realizing that my life was beautiful and extraordinary in the most average way. I didn't need to show up on different lists or in a magazine. I didn't need to be speaking at conferences or to have beautiful pictures on every timeline or newsfeed on any social media platform. That the beauty was in the now, in my home, with the family that I prayed for, with the peace that I prayed for with the marriage I prayed for and the love that, that I had for my kids. And, and that really helped me start the process of understanding that it doesn't have to always be something that you're striving for, but life itself is a journey. And it's, it's, always, it's always better to just live in the moment and allow that moment to be what it's going to be doesn't have to be a viral moment doesn't have to be quoted as black excellence it can be you waking up and being proud that you're here 
to love the life you live and to live the life you love. And that's extraordinary, even in what some of us would think in the most average way. And so when I started to change my my view on that, it really calmed, it calmed to be anxiety down. It, it calmed down the fatigue and the worry. Now, I'm not saying that it, that it's, it's easy, right? In the beginning, it's very tough. But when you're unlearning bad habits, you have to be conscious, conscious of the things that you need to do to heal them. And a few things that have helped me were, again, like I said, going to therapy. Um, also, just reducing and managing my anxiety. And there's one one rule that I learned from my therapist, and it's called the 333 rule that keeps me grounded. Like if I can't do yoga or if I'm not able to do deep breathing at the moment. And the 333 rule is basically when you look around you and you name three things, then you name three sounds that you hear. And then finally, you can move three body parts really quickly, like your finger, your arm, your ankle, whatever it is, just to calm your brain down and bring you back into yourself. And I promise that has been really great, along with also fact-checking my thoughts. A lot of times anxiety fixates on the worst case scenario. And to combat a lot of those worries, I have to tell myself, is that realistic? Is that really what's happening, Jasmine? And in this moment, you are well, you really are doing your best and actually your best, even if it is average, by definition, is really great because you are living the life that you love. And so I just wanted to leave that with you all that while reaching for the stars, if all of us are reaching, what is the average of that, right? A hundred, a hundred of us, a hundred percent of us are reaching for the stars. And if we fall short, that's okay. We're still in the atmosphere. But the biggest thing is that in the reaching, try not to get so hard on yourself that you can't see that the journey there is just as much worth celebrating than anything else that you'll ever do. And if we can stop comparing and stop making everything about excellence and running ourselves into the wall, trying to be the best at this and the best at that, that you'll really come to find out that your life will show up and show itself in purpose. And in those moments, even if you're not popular (laughs) for the black history moments like MLK, your legacy will still matter like Reverend Shuttleworth. And I hope you go look him up too after you listen to this podcast. I'm not saying that all of us are excellent because that would be like handing out participation trophies to players and I don't believe in that. I do believe in first place, second place, and third place, but I don't believe in high functioning anxiety to the point of 
all of us thinking we have to wake up and get gold stars every day. Breathing, breathing is the gold star. Small wins. Hey, it's average, but it's extraordinary nonetheless for me, especially how these last two years have been. So anyways, I'm rested in that. I love my average life, and I hope you'll do more to love yours too. That's it. I hope you siesta with me. Until next time.